episode seven. Wow. Wow. Episode seven. It's been seven weeks. Unstopped episode. Seven weeks of you all listening to us two idiots <laughs> talk <laughs> about whatever we want. Ramble around. Um, how you doing? Good. Much better than last week. Girl, yes. We are less stressed, a little bit more relieved, mm-hmm. and just excited. Because yes. if you don't know by now. If you are somehow living in, I don't know, a bunker with no internet connection, the election happened. Woo! It's uh, November 11th, so over a week from election day, and we only found out a certifiable winner Saturday the 7th. Hell yeah. And it was our good friend, Joe. Yes. Joe and Kamala. Here we go. Absolutely crushing it the, once again for the Democrats. The way they announced it was so random. It was, like, it was just like, CNN called it. It was like, uh, uh, since it, when, how, what, why, what, uh, uh, great, amazing, fantastic. I know. But who, what, when? It was so startling because we had been watching news every single day. Yeah. And Saturday was like, we're going to take a break. I know. We're going to take a breather. I thought it was like, okay, we'll catch up on Monday. Yeah. And we'll take a breather in the weekend. No, it was like Saturday morning. They're like, okay, we're over this. We're going to call it. <laughs> and then all the other news channels were like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, we also called it. Totally. Yeah, we saw it too. <laughs> and everyone had different numbers. <laughs> I know, because no, Arizona's still not called on some networks, which is yeah. just so infuriating, because I just want it to be settled. I'm over, I'm over Arizona. Just call it. Do us all a favor and just get her over with. So, it was just, like, crazy. But it was amazing. It was, it was incredible feeling. It was pretty historical, historical too. Yeah, being in Brooklyn, it felt like, you know, this comparison's been made a lot, but Return of the Jedi, when yes. they're on Endor after they defeat yes. the Empire, yes. that's truly what Brooklyn mm-hmm. felt like. I saw that tweet, too. Yeah, I mean, everyone was, <laughs> everyone was like, this is, yep, this yeah. is Return of the Jedi. This a great film. And Highly jo- recommend. If Joe is our Luke Skywalker, Ooh, I, I will like take it. I'll take like it. For sure. I would Luke take Skywalker. it. Because uh, Donald Trump really looks like Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Sounds like Emperor Palpatine. Palpatine looks better. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. I would certainly agree with that. And then Barack Obama is Obi-Wan? I could see him being Obi-Wan, even though he's much younger than Joe Biden. But I'll take it. Ewan McGregor. I feel like Ewan McGregor's, like, 75. I feel like he lived forever. He's, he... he's only, like, what, 40s? Probably, I, I actually don't know. I must look. Yeah, look it up, because in Moulin Rouge, he looks great. In Train Spotting, he looks, I, uh, Big Fish still looks great. The Impossible... Still so looks great. great. That man, that man doesn't. No flaws, no flaws. I'm a huge. He's forty nine. Forty nine. Big boy's about to turn fifty. Yeah, forty nine. Barack Obama is fifty nine. Yeah. And Joe Biden is two hundred so, years old. Seventy <laughs> seven. Yeah, he is very old, but we love him. Uh, you know, we uh, we love him for what he did, which is defeat Donald Trump. Yes. Which but I will take. Now we can get actual work done in yeah. this country and exactly. move forward. Yeah, we can all... Not take 20 steps backward every month. Not 
get a New York Times alert and immediately feel your stomach drop. Yeah. Because you know something bad happened. What do you do now? Oh, God. We can finally start making progress. Yes. Which I'm very excited for. Get rid of this pandemic. He's hopefully going to appoint a great cabinet. Mm -hmm. And then in January, those two Georgia Senate runoffs, I'm feeling good. Mm -hmm. I think they could go our way. And then with Kamala as the tiebreaker, we could have the Senate, which would be amazing that'd be amazing things could actually get done just a thought so if you live in georgia you know what you gotta do if you live in georgia if you don't live in georgia there are ways you can still get involved go to votesaveamerica.com and they have ways to volunteer phone baking texting donating if you're feeling it because we gotta put a lot of resources for these two races yes they're very important Raphael warnock and joan ossif Let's go. Two very different men. <laughs> but who can help us? Also, if you want a great podcast to listen to about all this, Pod Save America. Yeah, my boys. Highly recommend. My, my beautiful boys. They're so fun. They really helped me get through these past four years. Oh, yeah, I think they explained a lot to me as well. Mm-hmm. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, yay! Awesome. We did it. We did it. Alright, so after these great news, we're going to move on to... Mandalorian, <gasps> episode two, The Passenger. Oh my gosh. But what? also the frog lady. The frog lady. <laughs> the incomparable frog lady. She was a character. Yeah. This. Well, did you see the thing that I sent you where we actually see her in season one? No. Did you send it over to me in TikTok? No. Maybe. I sent it to I someone. I definitely TikTok. sent it to my sister. Okay. But it shows how... Her, you see Frog Lady and her husband in previous episodes in oh, season one. Oh, cool as hell. I like egg stuff. And you see her with the eggs and her husband. And so uh. they've already like been in the same place before. Was she on Tatooine or was she on a different planet? I think it was It's, um, I think so. Okay. I gotta find this. I, she like, was in a bar. Okay. It was a very busy planet. Probably tattooing, because yeah. I think that's the most... Unless she... W- I don't think so, because I remember that episode. Was it Scavenger? When they go to uh, that one, the the forestry planet? Maybe. It's okay. We can look it up later. Yeah. But was, that's cool that they've been leaving these breadcrumbs. She's in the same bar as he is, with her husband, then you walk out, and you see her in, like, the main shot. So... She's been okay. Cool. She's been in it before. They were planting it all along. That's cool. So she definitely has a bigger part planned. She has to. They left it on. They didn't get rid of her. As yeah. in, like she she's not a one shot character. Mm-hmm. She's gonna continue to be a part of Mando's life at least for one more episode. It was. And Baby Yoda seems to be liking those eggs a whole lot. So I am interested in this controversy. Have you seen this online? No. Uh, Baby Yoda is he a murderer? Because <laughs> he's eating what is ultimately going to be her children. Yeah. Because, I mean, we could have the debate of does life start at the, you know, creation, which I'm not getting into. I'm a pro-choice woman. But Baby Yoda is eating the eggs that she needs fertilized to have children, mm-hmm. which is disgusting. Yeah. The, so I feel like I just, in my brain, I feel like he knows what these are. Yeah, he must. So he knows. He's also 50. The body weight to food ratio is astounding. Yeah. But he eats a lot. He ate that spider. His metabolism is insane. Was disgusting. 
That was nasty. But so overall thoughts about this episode. Uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think I liked the first episode better. Mm-hmm. Um, what I enjoyed was seeing the more paternal aspect of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize I had I would have such a emotional reaction to seeing him take care of Baby Yoda mm-hmm. in that way. I think this was a good Mando Baby Yoda partnership mm-hmm. episode. Not that Baby Yoda did anything to help Mando. No, he really not. hindered a lot. Yeah. But you really saw how far Mando's going willing to go to protect mm-hmm. the child. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really endearing to see considering the first episode Baby Yoda did squat. Yeah. <laughs> he just hung out. <laughs> He's still recovering. Yeah. He did a lot season one, so they're just, like, saving him for something. Something's gonna happen. Yeah. Something's building up here. For sure. I'm excited. The spiders were really creepy. It gave me real Chamber of the Secrets vibe. Totally. I was like, Aragorn. Yeah. Someone was watching Harry Potter recently, because... This is... Um, did you like the episode? I liked it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I thought it was fun in between episode. I just felt like this... This type of episode would have been good, like, as an episode four or something. Mm-hmm. Like, I still wanted more, like, build-up. Yeah. And, like, more into, like, what's gonna happen season two. Same. Um, I thought they'd give us more information. Yes. They and didn't. no, they were like, okay, and we're crushing. And yeah. And spiders and sparkly D. I liked seeing the X-Wings. I yes, love that X-Wing. Was that was fun. Dave Filoni, Clone Wars creator and director, mm-hmm. once again as an X-Wing pilot. My boy Dave cannot act. <laughs> They gave him a line, and he was like, oh, they're running. And it was like, okay, that's why he's an animator, y'all. But happy to see him, you know? He, he really wanted to be a part of it, so. He really did. I mean, he is so focal for the Star Wars universe now that, honestly, he'd be like, I'm the new Han Solo. And they'd be like, S- great, Dave. Sure. Whatever you need. Go for it. We still have the costumes. Exactly. But I like the frog lady. I know in my notes, <laughs> frog lady a symbol for women in the working in the workplace because i thought it was interesting that so much of the problem was that dinjarjan mando couldn't understand her yeah, yeah. and re- kind of not outrightly refused but didn't want to establish a line of communication mm-hmm. and she eventually had to manipulate an old droid to translate for her yeah and how did she learn to do that I don't know, that's a cool little, that's a cool little tidbit if she yeah. has some mad engineering skills. Yeah. So excited to see if they explore that. I liked Zero, the droid, getting a little brief cameo. Mm-hmm. Richard Iwadi voices the droid. He's great. I'm always just happy to hear that him. That was fun. But I think, yeah, I mean, yes, she's this kind of muted character, but the whole time she's trying to express how she feels, mm-hmm. what she needs, and they just can't understand her or yeah. don't listen to her and I, I really felt for her at times because she, she's like this is the last of my line I'm like damn girl this is yeah, the last of your line sure. I'm curious to see if she gets more of a story in the next couple episodes she has to yeah we can't have this and them be like okay bye see you never I know good luck with the toads good luck with the toads <laughs> Tadpoles. Tadpoles. Yeah. Whatever baby frogs are. I could do without baby Yoda eating creatures. I'm, like, that, yes. I don't need that anymore. That's... Just give him broth, and we'll, we'll be fine. Or chicken. Chicken. Like, something that, food. Something that's already cooked would be mm-hmm. lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't know if he wants to be a vegetarian, but that wouldn't be bad. He clearly does not. No. He just wants to... S- I thought maybe when I first started, like, before the he ate the first egg, I thought maybe he somehow had a relation to the egg. Me like, too. I thought he, like, like I said, he, recognized. Like he knew what it was. Yeah. He was, like, going towards it, like, ah, I remember this from my past. Well, and remember when he first approaches the tank with the eggs, all the eggs move towards yeah. him, which I assume well, is the force. Yeah, he's probably like, ha come to me. Yeah, but then that would also be a cool thing if maybe they're the same Ken, or, like, that was how he was born. Yeah. But... Clearly, boy was just hungry. Yeah, I think he was... Boy just, needed a snack. He was like, this looks like M&M's, and uh, I'm gonna go for it. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> See how they come for me? Like, they're colorful and yummy M&M's. Uh, Ball, round. Uh, You're welcome, everyone. Enjoy some M&M's. Oh, uh, my gosh. Can't wait for next step. <laughs> can't wait. But it, it was really good. I love Mandalorian. It's such a highlight of yeah. my week. I, I watched the second episode twice. We only have until we one more day, and then we have it, so I'm excited for Friday. <gasps> well, when you listen to this, today it, it is comes Mandalorian out. Day. Yeah. There's this place, you know the place where I get my donuts from? Yeah. Um, they do a special on Friday. It's the pistachio donut in the form of Baby Yoda. <gasps> Have you gotten it yet? No, I can't because I'm at work and they close at 3 and they open at like 8 or something. So I'm already working. And I and every day they post it and they're like, the Baby Yoda donut. I'm like, That's I want cute. this donut. I bet it's delicious. I know. Mm. I love the pistachio donut they have. Much like those frog ladies' eggs. Ugh, Quite scrumptious. Stop. <laughs> You're only getting back at me yeah, because of the m But yeah. you know what? It's not going to stop me. I know. I'm never going to look at a bag of M&M's the same way. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> if I was really hot, like, I see those eggs, I'm like, ooh, yum, yum, you know? Well, then I remember that I'm someone who eats uh, fish roe and caviar, and I was like, mm, I'm not much better. Yeah. You eat literally <laughs> fish eggs. <laughs> I always thought, like, the fish eggs would, like, become fish yeah, in but, my belly. But fish know? aren't sentient, so, like, it, I feel less guilty. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Anywho, love the Mandalorian. <laughs> Great stuff. Once again, directed by Peyton Reed, who directed the anime movies. Who directed what? Pa- uh, Peyton Reed directed this episode of Mandalorian. Yes. He directed the Ant-Man movies. Oh, yes. I thought you said anime, and I was like, who, who? I didn't know you no, watch anime. No, I don't. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yes. yes. Great movie. Great. Ant-Man Deluxe. I really liked Ant-Man Deluxe. Me too. All right. Well, we're not going to go into a full Marvel section, because that could take... We have, we have so much more to talk more. about. When is WandaVision coming out? I don't know, but they just got on... They were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. I know. I, yeah. So I think it's soon. December? I could see December. They, the, I didn't have it announced it. Like, I looked in all the posts or did no. about the Entertainment Weekly cover. I feel like it's just going to come out and be like, it's out. I'm hoping they wait until after Mandalorian. Not that I want to wait any longer for WandaVision, but I'd rather have my attention be solely on one thing. True. I think the last episode of Mando is December 18th. Okay. I just have a feeling like they're going to start in, like, early December. That makes sense. WandaVision. Maybe they'll do a couple episodes at once. Yeah. To get us, like, hyped up. I'm excited. I'm excited, me too. I love... Dick Van Dyke Show is one of my all-time favorite shows, and this is a clear reference, so I'm very excited. It's going to be really good. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. I don't know. I trust both those actors, Paul Bettany and um, Elizabeth Olsen, mm-hmm. so I think they're going to crush it. She's the better of that family. Oh, yeah. In my opinion. Hands down. <laughs> without a question. But yeah, I'm excited. 
um, another thing on Disney Plus. So if you need more reasons to get Disney Plus, here Do you it. go. Do it. One more. All right. Short break. Short break. And break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Eleanor finally finished watching, rewatching all of the Harry Potter movies. Yes, this so, is not my first watch. I like to say this is just I haven't rewatched them all back to back in a long time. Yes, I think they know. They know <laughs> that you've watched this probably like a lot. <laughs> it's the yearly Marisa. I also have a big announcement. What is it? You know this. Oh yes, I recently took Pottermore quiz with another email account. How many? Emails have you created just for the Pottermore? Too many! Some would say too many! I thought I hadn't used my work email, so I tried using my work email, and it was like, mm, you're a Hufflepuff. I was like, fuck, I thought I used it. Oh, shit. So I used, actually, the email that you made for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what if I needed to retake it? I'm so sorry. It's okay. I used our email for something else. You didn't? You used it for IMDb? Oh, shit. <laughs> I got that. I got that email. You were like, I have TV registration. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, I used our email to make a new Potter more account because I needed the, an official declaration. Yeah, yeah. And like my good friend Luna Lovegood, I am a Ravenclaw. Woo! I still teeter the edge. I knew it. I, I teeter it. between uh, Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff, but I am gonna say I'm a Ravenclaw. Nice. I knew it yeah. all along. Thank you. Have you said goodbye to Slytherin? I have said goodbye to Slytherin. I okay. still think there's Slytherin in me. Mm-hmm. It's just dormant right now. It's dormant. Yeah. I think if if it was like a, like if there was a life arc, it was like Slytherin to Hufflepuff, and now I'm in my Ravenclaw stage. Nice. If that's even possible. Sure. I don't know. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'm truly a Slytherin who knows how to manipulate the game and just doing different houses. We'll never know. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so anywho, uh, yeah, I watched all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> and we're gonna do our our official movie ranking. Yes. Should we start from the bottom up? Bottom up. Okay. Um, number eight. Yes. So what do you have as number eight? Number eight. And this was not my least favorite until this rewatch. Interesting. Please tell us why. First of all, say what it is. So my number eight is Chamber of Secrets. Ah. Why is it now your least favorite? So I used to think it was one of my favorites, but watching it this time, I just found myself really bored. Mm -hmm. Like I was, like I usually, whenever I watch a movie, I usually don't look at my phone or do other things, but I kept finding myself wanting to do something else, to work on other things. It just wasn't as enticing to mm-hmm. me as I thought it was. I used, I used to think that the Tom Riddle diary storyline was really interesting, but in truth, not a lot happens, no. I feel like. Yeah. Not until, like, the last couple minutes when they're in the Chamber of Secrets. There's just, like, one plot. Yeah. And it's also the longest of all the Harry Potter movies. It's almost mm-hmm. three hours. Mm-hmm. It's the longest one. And it does feel... I feel like there's a whole chunk before I think they go see the spiders. There is. And it's like, what is this? Like, it's just slow. It's just slow. And I don't... Gildroy Lockhart is probably the highlight for me, but he's not even that relevant at all. And I don't love how they... Like, just... Maybe it's because I've seen it so many times, but the 
people su- uh, suspecting Harry to be the heir of Slytherin just feels a bit far-fetched yeah. to me. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up anymore. But so he, he does speak Persophone. He does. He indeed does, but... So if I was one of the other students, I'd be like, my God, you're in the wrong house. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> but he, I mean, he eventually made it work for yeah. him, so... He used it. He used it. Um, what's your number eight, darling? Sorcerer's Stone. I, I, yeah, I knew this. I've seen it once. I can't believe you don't I've like it. I've never... It's the same reason why you don't like Chamber of Secrets. It's just... For me, it's a little... Uh, okay. It's also, like, I don't like the double head thing. <laughs> not my not my deal. Okay. And, I, and it's, like, him discovering he's a wizard. wizard mm-hmm. And I already know. You, you've been new. So I'm like... Okay. okay well, you know. Interesting. They're cute in that movie. Mm-hmm. So it's just not my go-to. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, number seven. We have the same one. We do. So number seven for both of us is Deathly Hallows Part, Part one. one. That's it's not a bad movie. No, it's not bad. All these movies are great. Yeah. Deathly Hallows Part One. It just feels like it's leading up to so much. Yeah, and like it ha- some stuff happens for sure. Um, but it's just if it didn't ha- if it didn't have a part two. Yeah. I'd be like uh. I I love uh, the growth of friendship between Hermione and Harry. It's probably mm-hmm. my favorite. I'm a huge Harry and Hermione stand. Not in a relationship. I just think they're the strongest mm-hmm. friendship out of For everyone. Sure. Um, sorry, Ronald. Um, and I like that they have a real connection and mm-hmm. support system in this. But And Ron is just MIA. Ron just gets real, real moody yeah. in it. I love. But I'm like relatable. <laughs> I feel like we I'm all a are. Person, girl, like, me too. Out of the three, like the trio, I probably relate most to Ron. Uh, I would say you're more Harry. Oh no. Okay, then you're Ron. You're totally Ron. <laughs> maybe I'm Harry. Maybe I'm Harry, but I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know. I think you have the same humor and loveliness about you that Ron has. Yeah. You're definitely friendlier, and. Uh, more enjoyable. Harry is a little, can be a little on the edge sometimes. It's just like, I am the chosen one. Yeah, which isn't you. The more I'm talking about, the more I'm out of it. I just said you're Harry because you're very uh, bold and brave, and sometimes you want others to decide what to do. True. <laughs> That's true. Hermione right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we are not Gryffindors. No. Gryffindors. Okay. Um, right. So, number six. Six, we have different ones. Yes. What do you have? Number six for me is Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. I've, I, I I like Sorcerer's Stone more than you do. Mm-hmm. And re-watching it, this is the first time I've seen it in a while, and I was really swept up in just how magical the first movie mm-hmm. is. You really... Because it's just an introduction to everything. I, I always like a good yeah. intro, Um, and this one felt really endearing and almost romantic and just mm-hmm. like, oh... He's not, he hasn't been, you know, hurt yet or well aware. <laughs> These are just cute little kids hoping yeah. for the best. And I really like um, Richard Harris as Dumbledore in this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really excellent Dumbledore. Yeah. So it just felt very sweet. And it, it reminded me of, like, my youth, if that makes sense. Nice. And then what's your number six? My number six is Deathly Hollows Part 2. This is interesting to me. I just felt like they tried to, so... 
I still like, is this the same issue we had with Deathly Hallows Part 1? They just packed too much. Okay. And I felt like it was too short. Interesting. I just wish okay. the movie was longer. Gotcha. And that we had expended more time in certain scenes. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a sad movie as well, and mm-hmm. everything's coming to an end. I don't like that it's ending. Yeah. So I'll rewatch it if I have to, but otherwise it's too emotional, too much ending. I want it to be longer, but everything that's in it is good. It's just I wish it was, like, longer. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Number five. My number... F- oh, I thought we had the same. No, we don't No, we have different same. five. Yeah. My number five is... Mm. Order of the Phoenix. Number five. <laughs> Number five. Uh, it's just, like, middle of the road for me. Like, yeah. it, like it's yeah. there. It's, um, I always kind of forget about it. Mm-hmm. But when I watch it, I have a really good time. Yeah. Um, Order of the Phoenix, absolutely Daniel Radcliffe's hottest yes, movie. Yes, for sure. He looks great. Yeah. A lot of them look really good, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe really, really looks yeah. good. And I like that we start to see more of a personality with uh, the characters mm-hmm, or the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially Neville. I really like Neville. Me movie. too. I like Luna. Luna. Um, Dumbledore's army. Yeah. All that. I think mm-hmm. is really great. Umbridge is a fantastic villain. Mm-hmm. She is so diabolical. I also just... Uh, I don't particularly love the ending. Sirius Black's death really is oh, harrowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think uh, in the Ministry... Department of Mysteries, Ministry mm-hmm. of Magic... They don't explain it that well in the yeah, movie, yeah. and the only reason I get it is because I've read the books, but I wish it had more of a clearer it's ending. It's also very, like, short. It's very that short. sequence. Yeah, it happens very abruptly, yeah. but I still, as a whole, really enjoy mm-hmm. that movie. And maybe it's higher on my list because Daniel Radcliffe looks so fine in it, mm-hmm. and I love Sirius Black, and that is our last time seeing him, so. Yeah. Yeah. You're number five? My number five... Also, I saw Order of the Phoenix in the movies in France. Oh, really? And I saw it in French. Because a lot of those movies, the Harry Potter movies, I've seen them in French. Mm. And then slowly started watching them in English. Gotcha. It's very weird. I bet. And a lot of the movies, when they came out, was summer. And my summers were spent in France, so I would see them in the movies in France. With a voiceover? Yeah. Gotcha. So it would be in French. Wow. Very interesting experience. I bet. But, anyways... So, I have fond memories of being in France, watching Order of the Phoenix. In French! In French! Serious! Oh my god. <laughs> Vaudimont! <laughs> um, so, my number five is Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Just because I think that's the first Harry Potter movie I saw. It took me a while to watch number one. Um, <laughs> and that's what really took me into that mm-hmm. world. I was like, yay! That was like... I, I just have fond memories of yeah. Chamber of the Secrets, so that's, like... And it feels like a very Slytherin movie. Oh, definitely. So... Definitely. That's, like, my Slytherin. Mm-hmm. Just like, yes. Aha, snakes. <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. Woo! Okay. It's a yep. big flex for Slytherin. Great. Yeah. All right, number four. Number four. Uh, My number four is Half-Blood Prince. Nice. I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of those I haven't seen as much as some of the others. Um, everything with Slughorn is really interesting. Um, I didn't think I would, but I actually really like all the romantic drama going Mm -hmm, on. mm -hmm. And this is another one that solidifies Harry and Hermione as the ultimate pair. Friendship. They are there for each other. Our dear, lovely Ronald is a little all over the place in this (laughs) movie. (laughs) They're like, again, I'm (laughs) late. 
you're not as messy as Ron. I'll tell no, you that much. That's for sure. Uh, and I really liked what they did with Harry and Hermione. Yeah. And just Harry overall, he really starts to take control of his mm-hmm. uh, chosen one status, which is interesting. Yeah. And this is also the first movie where people believe that Voldemort is mm-hmm. back, mm-hmm. which is about time. It took them a while. <laughs> yeah. They had to see it to believe it, which, yeah. yikes, y'all. Um, it's also a good um, Dumbledore movie. Mm-hmm. You finally mm-hmm. get to see Dumbledore More kind of, of what he's it. been doing and yeah. why he's disappearing all the time. For like, sure. Hey, what's up with that, my guy? Yeah. Um, what's going on? Yeah, it's cool. Just kidding. You work with children. <laughs> uh, you're number four? My number four is Order of the Phoenix. Wow, I feel like I talked a lot lit in, like, what you said. I really like Order of the Phoenix. I think mm-hmm. it's, like... It shows more characters and, like, a team, Mm -hmm. and I like that it's just not Harry, Harry Harry-centered. It's, like, team, and let's work on this together, and woohoo! Definitely. Friendship, teaming up. Teaming up. Yeah. A lot of cheering each other on. And then, uh, R.I.P. Pierce. Ah, that's so devastating. I like a little tug-on moment, like, that makes you cry, so. And that really gets me, yeah. Number three! We have the same one! Oh my gosh, we do! Uh, number three is Goblet of Fire, Fire. which we did a whole ass podcast about. That's true. Okay, we can skip! We can kind of skip, just know that it is clearly a great film. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. I think it's a fun movie. It's so fun. And dark. And dark, and it leads to a lot. Yeah. So, number two. And your number two. My number two is Deathly Hallows Part 2. Nice. And I absolutely stand by it. It's a great movie. I love short. it. It's very short. And, again, someone who's read the books, you see how much gets cut. Mm-hmm. But as just a movie, it is gripping. Mm-hmm. I am in it when I watch it. It takes you from one act to another act so beautifully. You finally get to see this redemption in Hogwarts. You get to learn Snape's backstory, the tiny little bit that we, you know, you get more in the books. But That's you, why I was like, it's just... I know, but it's still, it really deeply moves me every time I see it, and the action is so fantastic. I, I love this movie. I am absolutely enthralled by everything that's going on on screen. Cheers. And I, like, I remember seeing it in movie theaters. Mm-hmm. This was probably the first time I ever did a midnight showing. Because w- we would have been, like, middle school when this came out. Yeah. Early high school, maybe. Because I was with friends from middle school or high school. same. I, I remember doing it at my own trailer version of gotcha. the movie. Gotcha. So. Interesting. You have, to, you have to explain more later. I want to see. I think Celine remembers that video because she had the... But it was, uh, a, it was a fun Celine? time. Celine? Celine. Find it. <laughs> and give it. But, yeah, I remember being in the movies. Yeah. And I... Stayed in the movies to stay in the theater so we could watch it like twice in a row. Nice. My friend and I just did not move. Sure. Stayed. Yeah. Because it's you. Ne- you didn't want to like. You don't want to leave. Yeah, you want to see it again and again and again and again. I I was like fully crying yeah. in the movie theater. It was so heartbreaking to see those, uh, the see the three of them get old and send their kids off, and then knowing cursed child, it just feels I like know. it's never. Yeah. It's never far away. If I could cry, I would have cried, too. I know. I know you don't cry. And you've seen me cry many a times yeah. in movies. It's like, ah, your tissues, they're there. Oh, my God. Avengers Endgame. I, you look like you wanted to punch me in the no, face. No, I didn't. <laughs> I really did not. I was like, Eleanor, we're five minutes in. I was... 
that again, that will be another podcast yes. where we, we oh, I need to rewatch it. Okay. Um, um your number two. My number two is Prisoner of Azkaban. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's your other yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic movie. For sure. I love it so much. Um yeah, I think it's really fun. We get to see Sirius Black and um I love Gary Oldman, so old man. Old man. <laughs> old man. Um <laughs> But yeah, I really like that movie. I love the time, the time mm, yes, traveling. Time I think that's really amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. I haven't seen this movie since April. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, time traveling. You got bu- you got Bucky. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a fun part. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, you get the reveal of Peter Pettigrew. Ew. Yes. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a cool reveal. I just don't like the whole butt thing. That's fair. Oh yeah. And you get Hermione punching Draco in the face. Mm. Iconic moment. Great stuff. Um, yeah, and you get to see Spell. Yes, you have some good times. I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember the movies, but no, I good. love it. It's one of my favorites. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You're number two? We already did it. We already did it. You're number one. My number one. If you're playing along at home, there's only one movie I haven't talked about. It is Prisoner of Azkaban. Which I just talked about, so please tell us more. <laughs> I'll try not to repeat so they... So I don't uh, bore everyone. But I absolutely am love Prisoner of Azkaban. Alfonso Curano directed it, and you could tell that they took a different direction with this movie. I'm Because you finally get to see the three, the trio, kind of come into their own. They start to have their own fashion sense, which I think is really impactful. You get to learn so much about Harry's backstory, or the family. The Marauders, uh, Lupin... Mm-hmm. Sirius, Peter, how they're all tied in. There's so many moments in this movie. Like, when I was rewatching, I was like, oh, my God, this part. Oh, my God, this part. Like, there's so many little things that I truly adore. The time turner, like Mm -hmm. you said. Um, When Hermione realizes that the face she sees is her own. Or when Harry casts his first Patronus charm. Mm -hmm. And then the Death Eaters, or no, sorry, the Dementors show up on the train. It's all so visually appealing, but emotionally heartbreaking. And it... I love the roller coaster this movie takes on, and when you finally get to see the good side of Sirius and how Lupin's been helping, it feels like a true, uh, like a finale in the sense mm-hmm. where it's like you've been building up for this whole movie for this evil villain, and he turns out to be this incredible man, and it's a great subversion. And I, oh, I can't speak <laughs> too highly of this film. I it love it. So good. Your number. Yeah. Uh, My yeah. number one yeah. is Half Blood Prince. <laughs> One word, Draco Malfoy. Two words, <laughs> Draco Malfoy. That's it. That That is Draco's movie. That's the movie. If Order of the Phoenix is Dana Radcliffe's hottest movie, Half of Prince is Tom Felton's hottest movie. 100%. He looks fine. Even though he is distressed, he looks great. That suit. Yeah. That bathroom scene. One Ooh. of my favorite scenes. Bathroom search or yeah. whatever they say, yeah. I'm sure you don't say it. Well, hardly. I am, no, I am, I'm a squib at best. <laughs> No, I really like that movie. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. It's my favorite. It, I think, like, I used to, like, I remember first seeing it in movies, and I was like, why is there love? And I was just... <laughs> <laughs> That's so Lota. Oh, my God. I was just really annoyed by it, and as I grew older and I kept watching it, I yeah. was like, ah, this is my favorite movie. This is so good. It definitely is one that you have to be older to understand more, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, I think, and you really see, like... Hermione and Ron kind of like each other. And you see more of Ginny and mm-hmm. Harry, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. 
I forgot to mention that Harry and Jenny, I don't even want to say chemistry. No. The Harry and Jenny proximity to each other is not great in these films. It's not. I do not care about their relationship. It's just so so much better in the books. It is. I really rooted for them. I remember reading Half-Blood Prince and rereading the scene where they kiss for the first time, like, Mm -hmm. over and over again. Because I was horny. (laughs) But in the the movie, it's just awkward. It's just, it's uncomfortable. I'm just like, I don't, yeah, they're not my fave. I also hate Lavender Brown. Ooh, she's a tough, tough one stomach. Yeah. I just, I just can't. It's because she gets her throat ripped out. Yeah, by a werewolf. Yeah. I remember seeing that scene, I was like, Oh my god. I remember being, aww. Oh. <laughs> I was like, adios. There's a, there is the Slytherin we know and love. <laughs> Woo! What would I be doing during that battle? I'd be in the dungeons. In the dungeons with your pals, just hanging out. Just chilling. Doing what's best. They're coming out and be like, we won. Great. Oh Great. my god, Bye, guys. everyone. Team effort, right? High fives all around. Woo! Oh my gosh. Speaking of Harry Potter, uh, we can talk about the news that the Johnny Depp's yeah, gone. Yeah. Did you see who they're trying to replace him with? Mads Milkinson. Yes. Who is a great actor, yes. a fine, upstanding man, and I'm very intrigued to see if he can do it. Yeah, I'm very... I'm down. I'm down. Okay, I, those movies, like, I don't have real attachment to it, so yeah. they can change the whole cast. I'm like, okay, sure. I just, I want to like them so much, yeah. so I'm rooting for them, even though I'm rooting against J.K. Rowling for her belief. As the Can we film, not pay her anymore? Thanks. Yeah, if she can get fired, that'd be awesome, but if we can still create great Harry Potter content, I'm on board. Yeah. Young Jude Law is out with some of the I love that. I love Jude Law. And he has a relationship, like, Dumbledore has a relationship with Grindelwald, and I want to see that play out. Yeah. Don't, don't scapegoat. Let's. Let's get her done. Let's see what's up. Yeah. I was like, what happens in the book? It's like, there's no book. There's no book. <laughs> they have that tiny Did little you, book. Do you remember in Pottermore, they had a whole thing where you can see where your Elver Morney house... Yes. They don't do that anymore. They took it away because I wanted to see because I think... Why did they take it away? I don't know. Because mine was... Mine was Thunderbird. That was mine! Okay, I couldn't remember what it was called. Thunderbird. Thunderbird. I think that's the equivalent of Gryffindor. It's like, instead of, I think it was like, one rules, one is like your head, one oh. is your heart, one oh. is your soul, and one is your body. So what was Thunderbird? I think Thunderbolt, Thunderbird was... The head? Head. Yeah, because I was like, if we're in the same house, it's definitely it's in all, there. It's all in the head, man. Yeah. Um, I wish they brought it back. I'm curious. But it was they didn't have it very fleshed out, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I didn't know a whole bunch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm rooting for Fantastic Beasts. I'm rooting against J.K. Rowling. So we'll see what happens. So it'll be interesting to see, yeah, what happens. Coming out in 2022 now. Because it happens at the end. I need to rewatch them. We should just rewatch. We should. There's only two. It'd be very easy. We should just rewatch them sometime. Yeah. Back to back. I remember really liking the first one. Yes. They're in Paris in the second one. Crimes of Grindelwald. Oh, I had like I remember having some particular issue. It was not a good film. <laughs> that was my <laughs> issue. Like, this is wrong. What is happening here? Zoe Kravitz is in it. I yeah, totally she's... forget she's in it. Yeah. Because that's how the movie is. It was interesting. The end part where they like meet in the cemetery. Interesting. I wanted that to be cool. Yeah. Anyways, we'll rewatch. We'll rewatch. We'll, we'll see what's up. Mm-hmm.
All right. Gets our little Harry Potter section a little good. We've been talking about these, getting our rankings in for five or six episodes now. <laughs> so you're welcome. People are going to be like, Harry Potter has been out for so long. But it doesn't but mean you can't so revisit. Good. Yeah. And if you still haven't watched them, what are you doing? What are you doing? Let it, us know where your house is. Yeah. Or let us know if you want us to tell you what your house is. Yeah, we'll figure it out for you. Don't worry. I know my youngest sister is struggling. Oh, really? She doesn't know. Like, she's half Slytherin, half Hufflepuff. Mm. So she's just seeing... The true dichotomy. What's up there? And then um, Celine is a Ravenclaw. Makes sense. From for what sure. I, I have for not... Sure. From what I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you guess Emily's pretty on the head. Slytherin. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then... What's Audrey? Is she um, Audrey is a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Um, my mom is a Hufflepuff as well, which mm-hmm. makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. Annie is a Hufflepuff. For sure. Anne, I think, is a Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Aaron's a Gryffindor. That's 100%. <laughs> they didn't need to ask. I know. I remember us talking about it, and we're like, uh, yep. yep. And we're, we're set. Yep. I think my mom is a Gryffindor for sure. Mm-hmm. She's part of the Weasley family. Um, you guys. <laughs> she does look like... Oh, God. And then my dad's probably a Slytherin or a Ravenclaw. Nice. I think think my dad's either a Hufflepuff or a Ravenclaw. Big Hufflepuff. Big Hufflepuff family. I mean, there was a point where we all four could have been Hufflepuffs. I mean, the Weasley family, they're all Gryffindors, Mm -hmm. so clearly there's familial ties. true. We'll we'll see. Yeah, let us know. Um, And if any of my friends listen to this and I got your house wrong, I'm sorry. What's Martha's house? Uh, oh, we just talked about it. Remember we talked about it the other night. Did she say she was a Hufflepuff? No, oh, she's Gryffindor. a Gryffindor. She's a Gryffindor. Because she's, she's like, she thinks she comes off as Hufflepuff. Yeah. I was like, that's that why was I was literally like, I remember my first us guess. talking about Hufflepuff and then Gryffindor. She said she was yeah. a Gryffindor. What's Sarah? Uh, Sarah? I think Sarah's a Ravenclaw or a Gryffindor. I bet. Or Hufflepuff. Hufflepuffs are, her. there's a rising of the Hufflepuffs. You know? They're yeah. they're making a good they're, comeback. They're coming they're coming back. Yeah. Um anywho, let us know your house. Alright, so what are you currently watching right now? Um I'm rewatching? Cur- watching? Rewatching? So watching. I I'm currently rewatching West Wing. Great. <laughs> because the election just happened. Yeah. I gotta rewatch it. I haven't told you this. I just started this new show called Godless on Netflix. Godless. Godless. I it, need to pull it up. So yeah, it's a about. Western show. Oh, interesting. Um, it's written and directed by the same gentleman who did The Queen's Gambit, which is oh, what nice. got me intrigued, Scott Frank. Uh, it stars Michelle Dockery, Jeff Daniels, Jack O'Connell, Merritt Weaver. Oh, I see it. It's really fascinating. It's about a town in the West, and this is like the true West, 1880s, New Mexico, uh, where this town, the small town, has a huge mining accident where almost all the men are killed. And so all the women have to band together to survive this town when a uh, group of bandits comes through looking for one of their own. And they just terrorize. I'm only on the second episode, but so far I'm really enjoying it. That's good. I remember hearing about this because I recognize it Michelle won- Dockery in it. They won a ton of Emmys for it in 2017. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to watch it. It's only seven episodes. It's pretty violent, I will say, but... Um, I like it's a very strong feminist western, which we never really got of any women empowered westerns. Yeah, and it's only seven episodes. Uh, no, uh, one season. Sorry, one season. It's a mini series for mm-hmm. sure. 
Jeff Daniels, who I love and adore, is a psycho in this. But Jack O'Connell is great. Michelle Dockery absolutely kills it. Merritt Weaver, she's probably my favorite character so far. Nice. I think it's a really interesting show. Good. I'm excited so to watch Godless. Him. Godless on Netflix. On Netflix. And you are rewatching The West Wing. Real, uh, also, on also on Netflix. Yeah. Um, and then I'm about to finish reading Morningstar by Pierce Brown, which is the last... <laughs> Which is the last book of the Red Rising trilogy. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. So I'm good. really enjoying this. I want to finish it so badly. Honestly, I highly recommend this book series. Yeah. Red Rising, Golden Sun, Morningstar, Iron Gold, and Dark Age by Pierce Brown. Yeah. It is adult science fiction. Mm-hmm. It is very good. It's set in space. It's true sci-fi because it completely takes place on other planets. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy it. I love it. It's kind of like Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Maze Runner, Hunger Games. Yeah, very, very Hunger Games. In space. Like, I would say the first book is Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, the second book feels very Game of Thrones-like, mm-hmm. and this book feels very Mockingjay-like. Yeah. And that's not to deter anyone from reading it, that's to encourage, mm-hmm. because it's a complete, oh, it's its own world, its own plot, the characters have a lot of depth to them. I didn't find it... I didn't think it'd be this funny, and it's actually really humorous at mm-hmm. times. Uh, heartbreaking. Highly enjoyable. Yeah, and you can see how the, like, the author really grows throughout mm-hmm. these books as well, and his writing changes, and mm-hmm. it becomes more and more adult, mm-hmm. which I really like. Me too. It's definitely... Especially this book feels very adult. Mm-hmm. Just, and just wait until Dark Age. I know. Then it's a whole, like, oh, day. Oh, I oh know. It's heavy stuff. Great stuff. We're dealing with some tough shit, my dude. I know. Um, I don't know what I'm going to read next, but I'm excited. Nice. We'll let I you all know. I still have to read the second one from, from Blood and Ash. It's okay. Take your time. Take your time. But I will get to it probably this weekend. Cool. Um, also, I was like hearing another podcast, and they were talking about this show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called... I haven't started watching it, but I just wanted to know if you've heard of it. It's on HBO Max. It's called The Undoing. Yeah, it's with Nicole Kidman and yes. Hugh Grant. Yes. It's supposed to be like a new Big Little Lies type thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched it, no. But it seems interesting. It, look, it seems very good. So yeah. I think I'll probably, like, start watching it. Yeah. Um, the people that I was listening to talk about it said that they like it better than Big Little Lies. <gasps> interesting. And I remember liking Big Little Lies. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Let's see what's up. So You have to so tell yeah. me if you like it, because yeah. I miss Big Little Lies mm-hmm. so much. So it's called The Undoing on HBO Max. That mm-hmm. just means I need to get another HBO Max account. Yeah. Because my dad stopped the subscription. <gasps> So, please bring back I, HBO Max. I have someone who you can get HBO Max from. <laughs> Thanks, Martha. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else are you watching right now? I'm watching this show called Zaviro. It's on Amazon Prime. It's a French TV show about the DGSC, which is like, um, how do we explain? Like secret service? Not secret service, but like special agents. Mm. It's not like the FBI. Gotcha. But it's focused on terrorism. Mm. So it's a lot about Iran and France and undercover agents wow. and all of that. But it's like, there's more like flashbacks, flash forwards, mix of different things, three different plots. Mm. So it's very like, it's a lot of like mind games and like dialogue and all of that. So it's pretty cool. Nice. I like it. I'm pretty stressed when I watch it. I'm like, <laughs> what's happening? You seem stressed watching it, yeah, I, I will say. Is it like Homeland? I didn't watch Homeland. Okay. Probably. Gotcha. 
I would just, it sounds, it sounds like it has the same, like, intense counter-terrorism ideal. Yes, it's very intense. So, so yeah, there's not, like, there's some action, but there's not, it's all relies on the plot and what's going on and how to figure, like, situations out. Mm -hmm. But it's very real. Gotcha. And it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Gotcha. It doesn't feel like they're making stuff up. Like, it feels very, like, everything could Mm -hmm. happen. Maybe has happened, maybe will. That's even more terrifying. So, yeah. So, highly recommend. Awesome. All right. And we're back. Welcome back. We're back with some fans, fans, listeners, questions, and requests. We shouldn't pretend that 75% of these questions aren't from our literal blood relatives. (laughs) (laughs) There's one of them. Yeah. One of them that's not related. There's one of them, and we'll go with that as the first one. Yes. Which is from our dear friend Martha, our HBO Max mama. Uh... Since we've all been watching cable news 24-7 the past week, hottest news anchors. Let's go. Edison Cooper. That would not have been... Chris Cuomo, absolutely. I think think Anderson Cooper is hotter than Chris Cuomo. Cuomo. Interesting. I have Chris Cuomo probably higher. I also really am, for some reason, not being able to pronounce Cuomo. Cuomo. Chris Cuomo is a fine, fine man. I think... For me, Anderson Cooper has the hair. You like the white hair? Oh, you do like Draco. <laughs> Never mind. I'm like, Slytherin brethren! He w- I could see Anderson Cooper being a Slytherin. Yeah. I also, I love Jake Tapper. Yes. We saw him. Mm-hmm. We yes. saw him speak at Colbert. We did. We did. I also have a huge crush on Jake Tapper because him interviewing people during the Trump administration was a godsend. Because mm-hmm. he puts up with no bullshit. Yeah. He fires back and it is delightful to see especially during these times needed oh yeah i also uh the when we first turned on cnn when the president-elect was announced our good friend joe Mm -hmm. uh van jones was speaking Mm -hmm. he's a beautiful man inside and out yes He, he was crying it was very emotional because he was like it's a great day to be a parent you no longer have to fear for the future of your children Mm -hmm. which is so true so hearing him speak that and just also him being a beautiful man. He wins. He gets it. I also, I love uh, some, also some shout outs. David Murr from ABC News. Sure. He's so beautiful. You gotta look him up. I'll look him up. David Muir is, um, I don't watch ABC News as much me, as no, I watch uh, other news networks, but he is very handsome and he is apparently single. ABC News. What's his name? David Murr. M-U-I-R. I could be pronouncing that wrong. I don't think I am. Yeah. Muir. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's interesting. He's so good looking. He's a weird face. What? His nose. You're not looking at it right. Look at his Instagram. Okay. When you get a chance. Okay, he's cute. He's very cute. I think it's the nose for me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let me just. Um, I also have another special shout out to uh Mike King, Lester Holt. NBC News is probably what I watch the most, and Lester Holt, although a grain fox, a fox nonetheless, and uh, how honest and truthful he is, really touches, really gets to me. I would trust Lester Holt in my life. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He's not bad here. 
Right? We're back to David Murray. Yes. Not by here. No. Because he hides the nose. That's Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this guy looks better. It's the literal photo of Sean Connery. Dude, I just looked at the nose. You just saw a white dude with brown hair. I was like, white dude, brown hair, nose. Nose. That's it. There he is. Okay, so then he has one picture, because that's that's not him. It's Alex Trebek. Yeah. I thought there was be more photos on his. A lot of his, it's a lot of his dogs. Well, he's very good looking, nonetheless. The dogs win. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's David Muir. Yeah. Okay, and Lester Holt. Steve. uh, Also, big shout out to Steve Kordacki, the new internet's boyfriend, because he really, he really brought us through these dark times. He did. God bless him in his khaki pants. John King, another shout out. Don Lennon, another shout out. George Stephanopoulos, maybe. We saw him. We saw him. We Live. went to GMA. Michael Strahan. Yes. Michael Strahan. He, I don't like, count him as a news anchor. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I count, because it's Good Morning America, and it, it feels very, like, tamed down news. No, I'm thinking of those who really guided us through election yeah, week. Yeah, like, Good Morning America was like, oh, this person has a new book. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Here's the- Here's a bad chore recap. Like, my man Jake Tapper screaming into camera- these are false allegations yeah. of election fraud. That is my king. That is what's important. Chris Cuomo also. Anywho. Next question. What's the next question? Next question is from my dear, dear baby Serena sister, Audrey. <laughs> and she asked the time old question. How to deal with seasonal depression? And my answer is, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, and moved to a sunny state. <laughs> uh, Do you have an answer? I like... You're the one who doesn't get seasonal I depression. I know. I get it in summer. That's so bizarre to me. I don't like heat or sun. Okay. So, this is my prime time. Darkness, sunset at 4.30, perfect. However, the sunrise is really early, and I do not like that. That is... Um, we have very different... So I'm going to speak to the masses that it take. I love winter and fall. Um, as someone who gets very serious seasonal depression, I have no cure other than just bearing through it. Yeah. It's so difficult for me to get out of work and it's dark outside. Like, it is truly heartbreaking. And I don't, I wish I had a better solution other than just... It doesn't stay like this forever. No, it comes back. Uh, when's the next daylight? March. Next daylight savings will probably be March. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be better in March. It'll be better in March. It'll but be... also, there's Christmas. Yeah, we have a lot of things to look forward there's to. There's holidays, so it's hard to like. It, it'll help a little bit boost you up. Yeah, when there's you a get lot. To those I mean, it's really troubling times right now, but the holidays are right around. Um, President elect, our good friend Joe, has mm-hmm. been you know, a beacon of light during a lot mm-hmm. of this, and I think knowing him and his cabinet and Kamala are going to be uh, in charge is helpful. There's a vaccine on the horizon that's mm-hmm. hopeful. So there's going to be a lot of good things yeah. coming our way. But um, so Just hang tight. I also say, um, I guess, I get, I'm not a doctor. I don't have really astounding advice, but um, just know that if you are experiencing such things and they get really intense you should probably speak to a professional mm-hmm. and don't listen to these two idiots 
We yeah. are just trying our best. Therapy wins. Yeah. And just, I mean, just let it ride out mm-hmm. if it is a common occurrence. That's my two cents. Thanks. For sure. Thanks, Odge. For sure. Some good questions there. Do you want to read the next question since it's from your blood? My sister. <laughs> Two types, the very different people. So from Celine, she asked, what's your favorite type of bees and sharks? Does your Hello? sister like bees and sharks? Yes. Okay, cool. Here's my answer. I didn't know there were multiple types of bees. I like the ones that don't sting you. And then my favorite shark is the wolf shark because they have no teeth. They really don't have teeth. No, I think they just open and... Oh, cute. But they don't eat you. Okay. So, that's the only that's one. That's good. It's the one you feel safest around. They're huge. Oh, yeah. They are massive. I think they're the biggest. But, like, if it, like, bites you, like... It won't... It won't... Tear your... Your you limb will not go. You won't be Bethany Hamilton. Yeah, so... Um, and bees, yeah, again, didn't know there were multiple ones. There's a lot of type of bees, yeah. So... Chillest ones for me. I hate wasps. I know those are not bees, but I hate those. Wasps, yeah. Those are... Or hornets or all that. The murder hornets. Not... Not my vibe. But I know bees are very important. They are, yeah. us continuing to live on this planet. Uh Uh-huh. So take care of the bees. Take care of the bees. And they provide honey. Uh Uh-huh. We do love honey. We do love honey. Big fan. Uh You. Um, I mean, I really like bees. They don't particularly scare me. I'll say my least favorite type are carpenter bees because they ruin things. Like, I remember they ruined our fence a lot at our childhood home. And then, I mean, honeybees are nice. Queen bees. I like queen bees the best. Mm-hmm. Women in charge, I respect. Um, for favorite shark, uh, I dissected a dog shark junior year of high school. And my dog shark was pregnant, so it had babies inside of it. And I, this might make me sound like a sociopath, but I thought it was the most fascinating thing ever. Nope. I really enjoyed dissections in high school. Nope. I was in, like, AP Zoology, and it was all the time. I it can't. was cool. It was yeah, interesting. for sure. I, like, remember dissecting a flower, mm. and then we got to do a heart of something, and I was like, nah, it's not for me. Mm, I think I'm good. Or oh, a frog. We had to dissect a frog, and I thought I was just gonna... We did do that, too. Uh, ooh. I don't like frogs. Yeah. I don't like all these things that we're dissecting. Sure. So I'm just like, peace out. It's gonna be peace out. Um, but I know, again, sharks are very important to our ecosystem. Super important. I just want them to chill away from us. Let them do their thing and you'll do your thing. Yes. I think that's very fair. But with um, global warming, since the water is now warmer and sharks like warm water, they're spreading everywhere. They're everywhere. That, that's a great segue into our final request. Mm-hmm. It's not a question. Audrey just submitted climate change. The world is ending. <laughs> Yay or nay? Smash or pass? <laughs> climate change. <laughs> What's that? How, um, there's a clock in New York, and it says the time until... Uh, we can't... It, it's, uh... Are you talking about the one in Union Square? Yes. It's, like, it, to the point where we can't change. Yeah. Uh... All the damage that we've done. Yeah. Then seven years. Some, yeah, which is so short. Yeah. So we have seven years to try and fix as much as we can. Yeah. Because then after that, we can't really, anything that we do won't, like... It won't matter. It won't matter. Which is so terrifying. And it's real. It's a real threat. Um, when Audrey submitted this question, I said, I'm not, again, I'm not Greta Thunberg. I don't, 
I think I'm well-informed, but there are more well-informed sources you should turn to. Mm-hmm. Um, I am glad that, again, our good friend Joe has been elected to president, because yes. I think he will make this a true priority. At least I hope he will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it became a pretty big talking point during the primaries. It's lost a lot of the traction due to the coronavirus, which is fair, because that is a true pressing matter. But climate change should be number one on almost all agendas. Oh, for sure. It's like... It doesn't matter what the economy is doing if we truly have no planet to live on. If people are constantly losing their homes, their livelihoods, their family to natural disasters. Mm -hmm. If we can't stop it now, then there's no reason to care about anything else. And I think there's little things that everyone can do, but ultimately we have to realize that this is a top-down problem. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that big changes happen. So holding your public officials, uh, political figures accountable is going to be probably the most important Mm -hmm. thing. I think people should continue to make the small changes in your life, continuing to recycle, shop environmentally friendly. Uh, If you want to cut out meat, I think that's an amazing thing to do. Cut out dairy. Um, shop sustainable fashion is really mm-hmm. important. Um, try to walk as much as possible. But that will make a difference, but the huge change is going to be from oil companies, from tech mm-hmm. companies, from the meat industry, and we need to make sure that who we elect in office has their priorities straight when it mm-hmm. comes to that. Because soon we won't have enough water. No. Or anything. I, if you haven't seen Mad Max, go watch it, because yeah. that is the future we're headed yeah. towards. Literally, like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, it's, there's bad things happening every day due to that. So. I know. Just keep an eye on the horizon. Always know what's coming. And, like, make sure to, like, um, research more on this and feel free to, like, tell others, mm-hmm. like, people who don't believe in it. It's it's not a religion. It's the Lord planet Earth. I, so, you don't get to believe or not believe. It's going to happen exactly. to you either way. So, accept it or don't, but... Like, make a change. At this point, it's not, like, you can't not believe mm-hmm. it. I don't, like how the far fires, in denial someone the, is. Look at yeah. how, like, every year, the fires in California and everywhere in Colorado, Colorado they expend more, they last longer, mm-hmm. and they do more and more damage. Yeah. And that should be a clear sign that things are going awry. So, on that really joyful note... <laughs> I hope. Please keep submitting us questions. Yes. I genuinely enjoy hearing from people. Audrey, I really love hearing from you. So if you're listening, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> Celine, same. You guys asked us a lot of, like, science questions. Yeah. Again, we are not scientists. Not at all. Or doctors, but we will do our best to help you. And if you have, like, fun facts or more knowledge about this, please let us know. Mm-hmm. And to all the lovely people that responded with we just want to hear anything. We love uh, yes. you guys. You guys are fantastic. Thank you, Sarah. We love you. Send us more book book yeah. recommendations. Let us Absolutely. know what you've read, what you're watching. Mm-hmm. We love to hear it all. Yes. And we'll see you next week for episode eight. Episode eight. We'll play some games. We won't end on the overwhelming doom of climate change. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> but also it's important. Super important. <laughs> Talk to y'all soon. Mwah. Ciao.